Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Shred with Science podcast. So excited about tomorrow. Some of you will know, some of you won't know, but you will see if you follow me on social media. We are launching our first uh, exercise execution workshop. Um, we've got a, a cover model um, exercise execution workshop or seminar tomorrow. We actually have two back to back. It was, uh, we said that we were going to do five or six places. Now that sold out in less than a minute. And uh, we only advertised to our mastermind clients. So we actually have between 15 and 20 mastermind and a cover model academy clients coming from as far away as Glasgow tomorrow. First thing tomorrow morning to do um, our exercise execution masterclass, which is really bloody exciting for me because it's the first time I've done something like this. And uh, I'm so excited to meet a lot of these guys face to face. Now we didn't even advertise this publicly. We didn't even advertise this to the hundred of other hundreds of other clients we have. We just advertised it initially to the mastermind, and then of course the Cover Model Academy because that is primarily the demographic of uh, of clientele that we're looking to add value to. With these, we're going through push, which is really exciting. So we've got three hours. Uh, it was on a, obviously a massive early bird discount because it's the first one that we're doing and it's going to be filmed. It's really exciting. We've got, uh, people coming from everywhere and, um, just to run you through for, for future seminars, what we're doing is the first half an hour, 45 minutes, grabbing a coffee, sitting down, going through things with clients, um, you know, talking through exercise selection, exercise execution and the, in terms of the theory, we're talking about the activating the muscle in its full range, uh, you know, making sure that the origin and the insertion are being uh, manipulated. And, and that's something that, you know, primarily we're going to talk about today on the podcast. And then we go through a minimum of 90 minutes to two hours of practical. Uh, and then we finish off by going through nutrition around the workout, supplementation around the workout, benefits and stretching and things that you need to do in relation to exercise and how important it is, you know, to make sure that you know, you are recovering from your workouts, even if you're in a deficit, that you are recovering because it's important, clearly. Now, really, really exciting. Um, of course, we're having so many, uh, so many of you uh, clients come down and a lot of you are, are, have been reaching out asking for something like this. This is going to be something that we're going to do on a monthly basis uh, in 2020. Some of you guys know, some of you guys don't know, I'm spending a month in Colombia for December with Ben Pokolsky. We've got some really exciting things coming out. We've got some really exciting business ventures and we're working together. Obviously, you know, now really good friends and a bit of a, a bit of a break for me. Colombia, I don't really know what to expect. It was his choice. Um, so I'm meeting him in Tampa and we're going down there. So that's going to be exciting. And of course, proving the exercise execution and what I'm doing with the best in the world is something that I'm really excited and really looking forward to doing. Before we dive into this episode and, and talk about exercise um, and selection and uh, you know, really contracting the muscle in the right way, I want to say a massive thank you to Nanam Creek, 
who has left a five-star review and says the podcast for those that want to know the why of fitness. Chris knows his stuff. Finally, a podcast that satisfy my science brain. I love how Chris can cover so many facets of science, fitness, and make it meaningful for everyone from beginner to science expert. Keep it going. Every episode is worth a listen. Thank you so much for that review. We've got loads of reviews here on iTunes. Um, so when I look at iTunes on the on my Mac, it shows up all of the American reviews. So there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's there's uh, well over sixty, nearly seventy that I didn't even realize existed because I normally check these on my phone. So if you were in the states, leave a review. I will call you out. I promise. It's really really exciting actually that we've got so many reviews, which is great. Of course, drop me a message. Let's get a call in. It can be training, nutrition, supplementation, whatever it may be. And the truth is, even if you left a review and I've not called you out, by all means, all you need to do is screenshot it, send it to me at Spearman Chris, and we will get a call in. We'll schedule a call. It can be nutrition, training, supplementation, whatever it may be. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Supplement Needs. Supplement Needs are one of the UK's fastest growing online health and supplement stores. They have completely exploded over the last year and have been giving out not only some incredible products, but also some incredible information. For me, over the last number of years, I feel like the health aspect of the health and fitness industry has been completely left out. And companies like Supplement Needs are bringing your health as a priority to the forefront. For me, maybe it's because I'm a little bit older, maybe it's because I'm a little bit wiser, but I'm focusing so much more now on health, knowing that I can never fully perform without being as optimal as I possibly can in terms of my health. A lot of the supplements that I take from Supplement Needs and have been taking are health-related. For example, zinc, magnesium, P5P, L-theanine, 5-HTP, vitamin B5, ashwagandha, methyl B12, vitamin D3, curcumin, and tudka. Now, for me to bring a sponsor onto the podcast, it is imperative for me, firstly, that I believe in the brand, their ethos, their message, but also their supplements. Now, knowing that Dr. Dean St. Mart heads their intelligence and their formulation is incredible just to have someone like that to give that level of detail for those of you guys who don't know dr dean is a great friend of mine and he has a phd in organic chemistry his sole goal is to help supplement needs create the best possible formulations possible uh, so over the last number of months he has created four stacks there's a kidney and blood pressure stack a liver stack a sleep stack and a heart stack. Now for me to have a relationship with a company that gives that level of detail and puts that much uh, emphasis on making other people's health a priority, especially when it comes to science, it was an absolute no-brainer for me. You can also find a lot of other supplements on their, uh, both in their in-house store in New Milton, but also online on their website, Redcon One, Granite Supplements, Anabolic Design, Adapt, SciTech, and more recently, the Train by JP Nutrition Supplements. Some amazing products, 
just an amazing brand and really excited to be working with them. If you haven't, please check them out at supplementneeds.co.uk. You can also find them on Instagram. And if you want to save some money off, use the code SPEARMAN on your order to save yourself some money. Now, today's episode, we're going to dive deep into exercise execution and really focusing on the science behind exercise execution and why it is so important. Now, within our our training programs, we have cover model stability workouts. We then go on to focus on a what some people call a priming phase. We call it an activation phase, where, whereby we focus on maybe breaking the workouts down then into upper and lower, looking at push, pull, or legs, kind of basic forms, and focus on exercise execution and how we can better execute most of our exercises. The reason we do that, and it's quite simple, because we all know that progressive overload is important. But you improving your technique is a form of progression, but it's also technically a form of progressive overload because if you are being, let's just say you are being efficient 80% with a bicep curl and you put whatever weight through that muscle, we'll say weight, not force, we'll say weight. If you can increase your execution and you can put more force or more of that force through the muscle that you want to target rather than anything else, you have gone from 80% to say 90%. And that force or, uh, you know, force per um, Newtons, for example, that force rather than the weight, obviously the weight is what you use to get a force uh, in this case is more efficiently through that muscle, which means it's being stimulated 10% extra, which means you are getting 10% extra from that lift. So it is valuable. Now, I hate, I hate this because sometimes it comes across as patronizing, but 99% of people I see exercising cannot execute the lifts correctly. How do I know that? Because I can't either. I'm not 100% happy. I, I, I aim to be, and I'm pretty bloody good now, especially having working with Ben for over a year, that my Exercise execution is so much better than it was, but it can always do it an improvement. Um, So what I really want to talk to you guys today is in the simplest form over a podcast, how you at home or wherever you may be can focus on on some of these. Now, of course, we've got all of these uh, database recorded for our our clients who are on um, the, the app that we have, the Spearman Fitness app. I actually have all of these exercises recorded um, and this is what we give out to all of our clients. Yes, it's tailored specifically to whatever the client needs, but of course, my thought process on training is still going to be my thought process on training. So if I think an exercise is shit, then I'm not going to give it to you just because you you say you you may like it or whatever. I may, but it won't be out of choice. It will be because I'm giving in to you, which I should not do. So the truth is this. The truth is there are certain exercises that are more beneficial for loads of loads and loads of reasons. It's important to find the ones that suit you, your biomechanics, um, your movements, what you're doing, what your goals are, um, your weaknesses, your, your instabilities, um, your structural instabilities, whatever it may be. So it is so important that you know that these are individualized and actually and really need to be. However, some exercises are just 
poor for everyone. And some exercises are normally quite good for a lot of people. So you'll see similarities 100%. Now, like I said, we start all of our clients off on a stability phase. Now, this is very basic, lightweight or virtually no weight, focusing on an upper body stability split for the first week or so. What this does is it builds up a base or gets you guys into the, uh, the, the humbling attitude of even without weight, you can struggle and that it's not necessarily about the weight that you lift, but it's about how you perform specific exercises and what muscles are being activated in what way, what your stability is like, what your flexibility is like. Because if these things generally aren't efficient, you are going to struggle to lose weight. Uh, you're going to struggle to lift heavy weight um, if you are structurally not sound. Really important. So, and then in relation to um, you know performing these exercises, of course, like I said, you need to know what is important. You need to know, uh, let's just say, how the these are manipulated or moved, or in terms of programming which to have first. Uh, a lot of people will go in with heavy compounds first. I personally do not like doing this. And the reason I, and if my goal was to lift exceptionally heavy, then that's one thing. But generally speaking, my goal is to build muscle or be efficient with what I am doing. And in order to do so, uh, I need to make sure that my skill or my execution of some of the more difficult lifts happen first when I'm fresh. Um, and that's my concept. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. If your goal is to lift exceptionally heavy and your technique's pretty good all around, then fair, you may be okay. Generally speaking, this is something uh, that's unique to the individual. Okay. Now, once you pass the stability round, we encourage you to keep those workouts there and we keep those upper and lower there for you. The reason we do that is so that if you are traveling, if you're away, wherever you may be, and you do not have enough weight or you're injured or you're tired and you don't feel like lifting, you know, whatever it is that you're doing at the time when you progress, you can always revert back. And it's a good excuse for you to focus on stability that a lot of us do not do. Okay. So that is, you know, the primary reason or the primary focus in, in terms of doing that um, and, and in terms of us having those workouts there always. Like I said, you then move on to uh, activation um, workouts, push, pull, legs, or if you're part of our, uh, let's say you're on our Bikini Model Academy that we've just launched, um, our 90-day um, or through the 90-day Bikini Model Accelerator program. So if you're female and you're listening to this, uh, we have an incredible deal on the Bikini Model Academy, which is exactly like the Cover Model Academy. Minimum price is normally £1,000 for 12 weeks. You can get it now for only 175 So if you click the link in the bio, um, you'll be able to scroll down and have a look and see um, the Bikini Model um, Academy, the 90-day Bikini Model um, Accelerator program, which is essentially the same thing because we have the discount right now. Um, what we do there is obviously we have activation workouts, but you will have maybe uh, hamstrings and quads, um, or you may have glutes or glutes and quads or whatever it may be in terms of the actual activation of these 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 um these, these exercises so with the cover model um examples we've got push pull legs activation now the idea is that we focus on the um execution of these lifts the execution of these exercises to ensure that you are getting the most out of it 
Now, we've got a lot of clients who are, you know, you know, 20s and 30s, yes, but we also have quite a lot of clients who are 40s, 50s, 60s, and even above. And it is so important that they are focusing their lifts efficiently and effectively so that they do not get injured. So if you can get the same stimulation out of or the same force through a muscle at seven and a half kilos as someone else does at 22 and a half kilos, then you're far less likely to get injured because you're being more efficient with that lift. So I cannot stress enough how important that is, especially if you want to avoid injury or potentially, you know, essentially if you want to grow as well. I think it is, it sounds patronizing for guys, especially that think, you know, have been in the gym for a long time. And essentially they think they know everything. Like I, I've been there, we've all been there at some point. The truth is you don't. And the truth is you can always learn. And uh, if anyone, and I mean this, if anyone is, um, is, is gonna, you know, gonna humble you, it's, uh, it's Ben Bukowski and, and that's for sure. And uh, that's something that I've, I've had to do. I've had to be humbled. And every single person that I take a, an execution uh, seminar with in person, one-to-one, um, not that I do personal training anymore. What I do is for a select few, I will take them through two or three hours of um, exercise execution, and it's a masterclass, one-on-one. Um, so uh, this is something that has changed almost every person's uh, concept or life in relation to training because of the way they think and because of the way they feel afterwards, having gone through a lot of these cues and even just thinking about training a different way. The whole reason of obviously these seminars that we're launching tomorrow is to make that more affordable. Uh, Transparently, if someone is not a client, it is 300 pounds for a one-to-one session with me. It's expensive, um, but it's life-changing. So what we're doing with these seminars is obviously we're doing it at a more affordable rate. And um, it's something that you know, a lot of our clients have said that they want to do more of. Um, so this is a, a, you know, a more affordable way of doing it, but also to be really truthful in a group scenario, I learn more and that's completely truthful because I've, I've trained with Ben multiple times by myself and I've also trained with him in a group and without doubt training, you know, from or learning from someone in a group is so beneficial because I get to see, you know, how, other people are interacting, other people are learning, um, you know, whatever it may be in relation to training. So uh, d- definitely stay open-minded in relation to, to seminars or, you know, even the ability to network. So what we're going through obviously tomorrow in relation to these is more of the activation work. Now, of course, we've got multiple other phases within these programs. We've got a cruise phase, a progressive phase, strength phase, and whatever it may be. And, uh, that's all well and good and that's great. But if you have not executed or mastered, um, you know, these lifts first and foremost, then you will struggle. You really will. And, uh, I think it's something that I think for most of us, it's something that I think we need to, we need to really, um, just pull back on and go, listen, okay, am I being completely honest with myself here? Can I execute these lifts almost perfectly? And if you're asking this question, you want a practical idea is this. If as you start to struggle, your technique falters, then you need improvement. And the best way to think of it is this. If you're a progressive overload advocate, whatever about what I said about the forces going through the specific muscle by itself, if you are a 
pro uh, progressive overload advocate, what I would argue is this. How can you, how can you 100% say that you are progressing if the, the reps that you're doing are not the same? To quantify progress, there has to be a specific amount of variables and a specific amount of constants. In this example, obviously the variable would be the weight or the force, let's say. Knowing or, or well, it would be the weight and you would say that it is the force because everything should be constant. The, the structure, the biomechanics, the movement, the, the rep speed, the, the amount of reps, the amount of volume, all of those things should be completely constant. And then you ideally would be focusing progressive overload on, on weight or resistance primarily. And if that's the case, you need to say that the rest are legit, the same. And if your speed or your technique or all of this changes as you get further, further on in the set, which it always does, then you have an issue because you can't quantify it. The idea would be that every single rep should look and feel the exact same from the outside. Of course, you start to fatigue. There's going to be buildup of lactic acid in the muscle, and that obviously has different effects. However, you need to try and ensure that these reps are as identical as possible, and then you can very clearly state, okay, there is progression here. This is what's happening. The weight is going up, etc., cetera, et cetera. Now, that is so important. Um, so first and foremost, I want to you know really, really clarify that. Now, in relation to actually... In relation to you performing the exercise itself, the goal is not to lift heavy weight. The goal is to stimulate the muscle. You happen to just use heavy weight to do so. However, if you lift heavy weight poorly, you are putting less force through a specific muscle. And therefore, what happens? You're not as efficient as you could be. You're not as efficient as you should be. Um, and so I urge you massively to do this. Now, we have a whole video library for all of our clients of all of these exercises. Now, it is not a video of me just doing the exercise. Every single exercise is a three to four minute long video of me going through the exact cues, the things that most people don't know, trainers don't even know. And that's why we've got a huge number of um, personal trainers now joining even the Cover Model Academy. Or they join the mastermind and get the Cover Model Academy for free. However, we've got a huge amount of people joining our Cover Model Academy right now. We've got over 80 members in there. Um, weekly calls, you know, daily contact with us, you know, us within the, the, the group and, and your coaches, either be it with me or Lee or Wade. Now, the benefit there is that if you are a personal trainer or you're an online coach and you want to improve your business, get in shape and do all of these things, improve your knowledge, you need, let's be honest, you need to look the part. In this day and age, there's so much competition out there. Looking the part will help. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it will help. Having weekly lectures on these topics by us in reference detail is going to help you massively with your own knowledge, your own physique, but also with your clients. And the reason we do that is for that exact reason. And you going through some of these um, exercise videos um, in detail or coming to some of our seminars or, or focusing on your education in general in terms of the biomechanics, that is stuff that you can directly apply to your clients, which will directly increase your revenue and directly increase your income. And also, the best part of it is, if you are good with your taxes, and if you're not, let me know, this is tax deductible. It's essentially for free. If you're, you know, depending on how you do your taxes, 
if you can do this correctly, okay? Now, in relation to actually, um, you know, moving the origin and the insertion closer together or further apart, that is the most fundamental thing, um, you know, in relation to uh, progress here. So if you are lifting heavy weight, that is great. But the actual goal, as I said, is to stimulate the muscle. The best way to do that is by putting it through its full range. Now, why is that the case? Because there are different periods of time, obviously a strength curve and a resistance profile between you know, the muscle and, and the machine that you're using, or whatever it may be, that the strength curve of your muscle will vary depending on the muscle and your biomechanics. The goal is to stimulate or challenge the muscle in all ranges. Now, you do not necessarily have to go through it all in one movement, but preferably it may be, it may be the case. Stimulating the muscle in, in, in all ranges and all areas is important. And doing so will allow you to stimulate the muscle and put more force through the muscle and grow the muscle more efficiently, more effectively. In simple terms, what is this origin? What is this insertion that Chris talks about? Now, when you Google or look at an anatomy chart, for example, the origin and the insertion of the muscle um, essentially are, let's say, the two ends of the muscle. So you need to look at how um, every single muscle is put together. The best way to do that, it is not rocket science. It is as simple as you looking at an anatomy chart, which nobody does. Unfortunately, nobody does. Um, and is the easiest thing to do, you know, in relation to, um, in relation to, you know, the anatomy of, of whatever muscle it may be. So let's just, I mean, for you guys, let's just take the, the bicep as the most obvious example. Now, of course, the origin of the muscle of the bicep or, or you know, or, or tricep, whatever it may be, is obviously, you know, attached to, uh, uh, well, actually, the, the origin of the tricep is, um, is in the back of the scapula. So, and then obviously the, uh, the insertion is, is at the elbow or, you know, down at the, um, down at the, the bottom of the ulna, the ulna where, the, where the elbow is. Let's just say for this tricep, for example, you want to move these, these two points as far away from possible, as far away as possible, and then shorten them as much as possible. And in doing so, the muscle contracts. Now, if you were to take the, a chest press, for example, let's just pretend you're seated on a chest press. Now, or even better, a chest fly machine. You want to move your arms as further away, as, as far away from each other as you possibly can, so that you stretch your pec. What you're doing there is obviously the origin and the insertion of the chest um, is, is essentially what you're looking for. Um, and once you know where they are in relation to, uh, let's say, just, just your normal pec or, or your, your pectoralis major, you'll be able to see quite clearly, you know, if you look at an anatomy chart, the origin and the insertion of, of these muscles is on the sternum, um, you know, and then you have, uh, you have the, the, the chest actually uh, attaching to, to, to the upper part of the arm. You want to move these two points as far away as possible. And as you really lengthen, as you really lengthen your, um, 
your 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 wingspan and you move your arm out that's exactly what happens um you know you're able to do that quite easily actually and uh it's at that point that you're probably one of the weakest or it is the weakest in the lengthened position and then you will slowly move the weight or or the um be it dumbbells if you're on the dumbbell be it um you know, cables if you're on the cables or being on the you know the pec tech if you're on the machine slowly you will move those two play, um those two the origin insertion closer together and what happens is essentially you're doing a flight and your hands are coming closer together and closer together and closer together and then it actually gets quite difficult you know at that point but why is that the case because the strength curve of the pec or the muscle goes from weak to strong to weak what does that mean imagine you're standing there right now okay put your hands right out to the side uh, away from each other big big wingspan as if you're a bird and at that point your chest is actually in a weak position as you move your hands closer together and move them closer together and closer together it's getting stronger you're actually in a strong position then or a stronger position then as you come and touch your hands together in front of you that is a weak position also now everyone's different but generally speaking that is the strength curve um, what you want to do is you want to spend most time where the muscle is weakest. Challenge. That is your goal. Challenge. So you should be spending more time at the bottom and more time at the top and maybe less time, let's say, in the middle. And the reason that is is because you're strong there. There's no need to spend a huge amount of time there. You want to challenge the muscle in, in the best way possible. Distance. Now, distance is important. And it's not actually distance of movement. It's actually distance of force. What do I mean? Pretend you're lying on your back, straight down. Straight down your back, lying down, feet out, on a bench, let's say. And you put your hands out to each side, you know, uh, straight parallel to the floor. At this point in time, imagine there's dumbbells in your hands, and you're going to slowly bring them up until they touch above your head, um, you know, directly above your head in relation to the floor, and then back down again. Now, if you were to do this, okay, and let's just say, hypothetically, your goal is to stimulate your chest, you need to retract your scapula, right? You need to completely retract, you need to pull your shoulder blade back so that you can open up your chest. What this does is it lengthens the pec as much as possible, okay? It lengthens the pec from the origin and the insertion point, um, moving those areas further and further apart. Now, the difference would be, for example, if you were doing a heavy chest press with dumbbells, yeah, okay, you can lift 60, 65, 70 kilo dumbbells in each hand, but how, how much movement is there between the origin and the insertion? That's what I'm on about here. When I talk about distance, okay, I'm on about, let's just say, hypothetically, you were, you had your hands out and you had them as far out as you possibly can. The distance then, that the weight that's in your hand is from the fulcrum, which would be obviously your uh, your your um, your insertion. Uh, sorry, origin um, of your of your uh, of your pec is further away than if you brought your hand closer together and you didn't have a straight arm. It's easier then. Well, okay. Let me use the analogy of you trying to close the door. Let's just say we're fighting, okay? I'm trying to kick the door down and you're trying to you know, close, keep the door closed. Whatever, let's pretend that you, you stole some food from me, okay? 
uh, you trying to prevent me from coming in to that door, uh, you pushing away from uh, you know the door to stop me coming in. If you put your hand on the very edge where the door handle is, it's going to be quite. E- it's going to be easier for you to stop me from coming in. If you have to put your hand in the middle of the door, you're going to struggle. Why? Because the distance from the fulcrum or the hinge of the door has halved, which means the force that you need to stop me from coming in needs to double. And that's exactly the same with the forces, exactly if you were to do a fly. The further out you can put your hands, the more difficult, the more challenging, and it's exactly what you need. So you moving them closer together and kind of bending at your elbows is not going to benefit you in any way, shape, or form. There's no reason to do that. What you need to do is you need to move the force or the movement in alignment with your muscle fibers of your pec, of your chest, um, you know, and, and, and keep them wide. Keep them as far out as possible. Um, the only reason you bring them closer is if you, you have the same weight and you start to struggle, you bring them in and bring them in and bring them in. Now, that is exercise execution or, or the anatomy or the movement of, of muscles. And that can be applied to any of these muscles, you know, the quad, the hamstring, whatever it may be. Origin and insertion need to be as far away as possible and then contract as much as you possibly can to bring them nice and close. And in doing so, you're challenging the muscle in the full range. Um, it's really important for building muscle. And of course, you need to be in a, de- in a surplus. Of course, you need to be eating food. Of course, your protein needs to be high. Of course, your supplementation needs to be good. Of course, you need to be stimulating mTOR and stimulating you know, uh, muscle protein synthesis and have enough uh, leucine, 3.4 grams or plus, um, per serving to initiate this and have enough com- complete protein to build muscle. But if you are not training properly, and it's not just the, the calories that you burn, if you are not training efficiently and effectively, you're going to lose out. And it's going to be inefficient. And unless you've got incredible genetics, you're going to be playing catch up. Okay. So for those of you who want any more information in relation to this, there's only so much I can tell you in a podcast in relation to practical. Now, if you get a chance in the new year at some point and you're really interested or you're in London and you're looking to come to one of our uh, cover model uh, exercise execution seminars, drop me a message now. Let me know. What I'm going to do is I'll put you on an email list that is specific to these. And if that is the case, then you will be the first notified when this goes live. Legit. Okay. Now, that's really important because there will only be a small number. Um, there will only be a small number of you who um, can make it. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, especially if there's only two of us, we don't want too many people coming in. And even tomorrow, although it was a, an early bird price, we've had to split the camp three hours and three hours. So of course, there's a break in between where everyone's going to hang out. But the point is, if this is something you're interested in, drop me a message and just write um, execution ex- uh, execution uh, seminar or exercise execution or cover model execution or whatever it may be. Um, and I'll put you in a separate file, put a separate list, and you'll be the first to know. And, if, and for that reason, you will get the early bird price um, you know, when we launch this properly. Um, so obviously, well, the first one's tomorrow, which I'm excited about. Guys, I hope this has been useful. Um, there's so much that I've learned, so much continuing to learn about the anatomy and, and biomechanics and what we're doing here. Um, you know, and, and my advice is to learn from as many people as you can, truthfully, uh, and to improve and, and to really try and invest in your knowledge, especially if you're a personal trainer um, or, you know, you're even, even more so if you're an online coach because you need to be able to do this remotely by not even being there. 
you know, that's challenging. That's something that I do quite well, admittedly, um, if I can say so myself. To be able to do that remotely is something that we do exceptionally well because of the, the contact that we have, second to none. We've got group calls, online calls, um, pre-recorded videos, um, exercise execution mastery, all of these things that add so much value you know, for you, you guys when we're not there. Okay. Um, other than that, guys, I hope you're having you know, an awesome week. I uh, hope you have had an awesome week. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Absolutely. Look forward to tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to you guys that are going to be there, that have booked a place. Really excited to see you all. Um, and of course, for those of you who haven't, that's fine. Uh, we've done push. We're doing push tomorrow. We're going to be doing pull. We're going to be doing legs. We're going to be doing female-specific ones as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And as always, guys, I'm going to leave you with the same quote that I leave you at the end of every podcast. But before I do, do not forget that if you are at all interested in picking up my free arm guide, um, I know I'm, I'm harping on about it a lot, but it's it's really beneficial for you guys that you know that are just starting out to get involved. There is also a glute guide on the way, um, and there's going to be a bikini guide link under this as well, so you can get the free bikini guide, um, which is an absolute no-brainer um, for those of you who uh, those guys as well, of course, but. Um, in relation to lower body training, but a few uh, girls, um, females listen to this who uh, want to change things up in the gym. Click the link below. So if you scroll, you'll see free bikini guide. It is completely free. Put in your email and it will get sent automatically to that email. Uh, and you can, um, you can give me some feedback and let me know how things are going. But guys, as always, I'm going to leave you the same quote that I leave you at the end of every podcast. Make the most of today. You will not get this day again. Peace. Guys, I'm interrupting this podcast for one reason only. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to every single one of you listening. Whether you've left a review on iTunes, whether you've shared this in your story, whether you've referred this to a friend, I just want to say a massive thank you. As a thank you from me, I want to give every single one of you something for free, something that you can take away and something that you can use. So what I want you to do right now, while you're listening, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Stitcher or whether you're on iTunes, continue listening this second, head straight over to my Instagram page. Now, I want you to click the link in my bio and hit free arm guide. I want you guys to download that, take it away, utilize it, give it a go, let me know your feedback. Let me know how you're getting on as a massive thank you from me to you. So click the link in my bio, uh, put your email address in. It will get sent directly to you in seconds, completely automatically, completely for free as a massive thank you for you guys. Um, even listening to this, you know, I never thought that there would be this many people listening. Just recently, we've hit 100,000 downloads, which is mental. Um, and I want to give something back. So as a thank you from me to you, uh, click the link in my bio download the free arm guide and get started. Um, you've got three workouts within that arm guide. You've got a hypertrophy arm day, you've got a strength arm day, and you have got an arm blaster. Now, if you're going to do the arm blaster, take about 60 to 90 minutes out of your day because it is gonna be amazing. Um, it's a little bit longer than usual, but some really, really good execution tips in that ebook. I hope you make the most of it. Guys, thank you again.